Yeah, baby, what's going on? It is Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. You know what that means. It's time for three drink minimum. I don't like my voice. I sound, what's up with that? Does something sound wrong with my voice? I don't sound good. It sounds a little uh, dull. It sounds a little nosly or something. I don't like that. Uh, you gotta spit, man. You gotta spit. Yeah. Oh, speaking of spit, uh, Chris Vaccarelli is here. Shit, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it is Monday night, June 13th. Uh, Chris, how you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good man. I'm What's good. going on? How was your weekend? Yeah, it was great. What'd you do? Uh, hung out in the city. <clears throat> it doesn't sound great. Oh, it was. I haven't been home yet. Okay, what'd you do? I was hanging out with my girl. Oh, okay, the Dominican uh, mommy, mommy Cita. Okay, that's what's up. Did you uh, you babysitting children or what? Uh, I saw my kids Saturday. You saw your kids Saturday? Oh, did her kids? Her new kids? No, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Not with her. No, separate. Yeah. They what? didn't. They didn't meet her yet. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> and to his right is Tommy Grassi. What's what? going on, Tommy? How we doing? Doing good, man. How yeah. How you been? I've been uh, right. Been a, it's been a weekend. It's been a weekend. You've been busy. I've been extremely busy. You've been busy. Look at you getting it. I, uh, bro. I've. Uh, well, yeah. We're gonna talk about me in a second. But what did you do this weekend? I don't even remember. That's terrible. I really don't even remember. What is up all. with you guys at all? I, oh, I'm sorry. I had shows. I, I did okay, shows. hey. Uh, Jesus I, Christ. We're, yeah, we're uh, comics, dude, kind of? It was, it was a blurry phone, weekend. Uh, Friday, I did Memphis Maze. Nice. How was Memphis Maze? Uh, Nico White killed it. Oh, he fucking killed Nico it. Nico is a monster. Oh, did, he, did he headline? Yeah. I had him close it out. And I, Charles McBee, who I had never met before, uh, he did real well, too. I, I, was a, I was a big fan after his. Uh, set. So that was really cool. Nico's a young, up-and-coming comedian. We say up-and-coming. He's been doing it for eight he's years fucking now. Fucking 23 years old, too. He's 23. He's been doing it it's since... Monster. Oh, I, I, we say oh, four. Shit. I guess I heard 14, but I think 15. Um, listen, I don't give a fuck when you start. You've been doing comedy for eight years. That's the standard to me. If you yep. can be that good at eight years, uh, then that's what it is. And he is great. He, he is a piece of shit for, uh, for being very shady in terms of coming on this show. Uh, but that is neither here nor there. That is a personal gripe that I have with him. Uh, you, okay, so Memphis so that was, Maze. Uh, so that else? was Friday. And then uh, Saturday, I did a private show. I was, uh, I was oh. booked to produce a private birthday party, which Sweet. I found was uh, a Puerto Rican party. Uh, <laughs> with over 40, uh, for, and I did comedy in a backyard. And it was probably the most fun I've had doing comedy in years. Well, it was so much freaking fun. Listen, you, you're going to have fun with hanging out with Puerto Ricans because they are the scum of the earth. And, you know, <laughs> I'm not surprised that you had a good time. That was great. I love it. Uh, okay, that's awesome. So private parties. Uh, Chris is babysitting Dominican children. And, yeah, I have been very fucking busy myself. I was past that danger field. Over nice. Weekend, so There you go. Uh, I, they're going to be using me as a host on their house lineups now, which is fantastic. That's beautiful. Um, I also did Wendy Williams uh, earlier. You did her street was, talk? Does she have a dick? I did the street talk. and uh, <laughs> Notice you didn't answer the other thing, though. Yeah. You know... Listen, Wendy talks a lot of shit, man. That, isn't that what she's known for? She's known for talking shit, gossiping, all that bullshit. 
And yet the producers had a, issue, a couple issues with some of my material, which I just think is just it's unbelievable. Did you do your trans material? I, they said they, well, one of the questions was, that who, might do you, be it. who do you want to date? Uh, who do you want to have a summer fling oh, with? <laughs> you said Caitlyn. I said Caitlyn Jenner. Of course you you know, I said I wanted to switch it up, and with Caitlyn, there's always options. And they, you know, listen, the cameramen were loving it, but they, the producer was like, they don't know if they can use that. I uh, or anything. <laughs> they said, who, who, who do you want to go on tour with? I said uh, Jay Z because he'd been cheating on Beyonce since 2004, and his bitch is still writing songs about it, and they're still together. Gypsy, I mean, where the hoes at? You know, they don't know if they can use that one. I said uh, they didn't know if they could use that one. They don't know if they can use that one. I'm utterly shocked. And I said, uh, "Was the other one was uh, who would you want to have a party? Who celebrity slumber party with?" I said, "Bill Cosby." (laughs) Who else gets a popping better than Bill Cosby? Pill popping. That is, and uh, they might use that one. So JC's on the cutting room floor. So are you going to use it? Are you going to use that as a credit now? That's a really good question. Well, use it it every time? I think if it gets aired, then absolutely. But if it doesn't get aired, I mean, do you... I mean, do we agree that that is a bullshit credit? Or? I was on Nickelodeon when I was like eight years old. I don't use that as a credit. I didn't even yeah. do it. I, I, I was, support, I've gotten I was scheduled to do it, but I didn't even do it. See, somebody like you... Chris, I would like to see on Wendy Williams because Wendy Williams, they always have like, I don't want to say hacky because some of these guys are my friends, but corny. Have you seen the Street Talks? Yeah, Yeah, I've seen it. It's just corny. Switch it up. Put a real nigga on the show to say something funny, you know? Give, give, Give us a chance, Wendy. Um, but yeah, that, uh, I don't know. Would I use it as a credit? Probably not. Probably not. I don't think so. Last night I was watching, uh, what is that? Comedy Knockouts? What is that? Comedy Knockout. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. There's a show. Comedy Knockouts. Okay. <laughs> Solid. Ball of information you are. Well. Who does the show? True TV. Uh, yeah, True TV. Yeah, it's on True TV. True TV. Okay. And uh, Yamanika was on it. Really? Yeah, yeah. How's she I was she bugged do? out because I was in bed with my girl. And all the... <laughs> Well, and the, and the TV was on. Well, speaking of... Uh, oh, here it is. You yeah. can put that up if you want, uh, Gypsy. Yeah, this is Damian Lemon here with... Uh, who is this? Kurt Metzger, Leonard Oots. Donnelly was on. Messages. Oh, look at that. Last, okay. uh, speaking of look previous guests on uh, Three Drink Minimum, Scoop won, uh, won his episode of First Impressions Let's last week. Let's talk about it, man. We fucking talking... You know, we're just going to talk a lot of shit this episode. We don't have too much planned. Sco- Jason Scoop, who has been on the show, uh, very funny. Impressionist, Tommy, would you call him? Yeah. Yeah, man. Congrats to him. What did he win exactly? Uh, $10,000. 10000 one. Not bad. Yeah, on Dana Carvey's uh, First Impressions. Uh... And which I think, which I think is a not a shrill, but like a uh, a pool, if you will, for SNL that show. I wouldn't be surprised considering all the people that you know. It's, it's associated with Dana Carvey, and I, I wouldn't be. I it's, would, but that's the thing. USA is also owned by NBC, so oh, I really wouldn't. Yeah, be. I wouldn't be surprised if Scoop is on SNL in the next year or two. Well, I mean. You know, if, if his past doesn't come up and get Hilarious. him, because I think no, because she posted something the night of, like while he was doing his party and stuff like that. Like she posted the picture of her again with the black eye, saying that kid can pack a punch. Nice. Yep. Wow. Gypsy, I think there's a thing in the Dropbox. Uh, yep. Of Scoop. This this is the thing. I really. Did you know he was a twin? 
Scoop. No, he's not his twin. Yeah. Who's he? Well, who's Dude, the twin? Who's he? Who's he uh, he's got the picture. Who's the twin of? <laughs> Freaks and geeks. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, That's the dude from Freaks and Geeks. What's yeah. his, what's that actor's I name? For, I forget. Man. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, Scoop is very talented. I'm a I'm a, fuck a fan of Scoop. Uh, you said fuck I'm Scoop. Not, yeah. I don't know. You know, I, listen. I am not a fan of what I'm not a fan of is comedians dating comedians. I'm gonna give. A, I'm gonna keep on fucking saying it. So now you have Alex Engelberg, who again is funny. <clears throat> But she's a scorned lover. There is nothing like a scorned woman. And she's posting pictures of him uh, punching her. And really, the... That's, so, but that's the thing, though. Okay, so oh my God. do you think that's going to be something that's going to... I don't think... I think that when you have the heat that Scoop has, Scoop has some serious heat behind him right now, guys. Because she said... So she posted the picture and said, Hey, if anyone needs a break watching SVU Marathons, my ex, Jason Scoop, is on this episode of First Impressions on USA. That kid can land a punch. And then she had, like, 131 people liking it. It got shared six times and got 54 <laughs> comments on it. McCartney Ackerman said, Finally got around to watching First Impressions. Scoop has walked my dog more often than he's made me laugh. Oh, my God. I mean, but here's the thing, though. Like, so, considering, like, everything that's going on in the news with, like, you know, domestic violence, and now it's being taken, like, super seriously. Why is that? What do you mean? Like, look at, like, the NFL. Like, you know, you, you hit your significant other. Now you're, like, suspended for a year, like, no questions asked. Oh, really? So, like, yeah. So, like, it's become more and more of an issue, and rightfully so. So, but do you think that something like this is could inhibit some career I mean, anything momentum. can inhibit anything, but he's got, uh, you know, he's got some real heat behind him. And I think when you've got that much momentum, I don't know. I question. I question it. Is she going to be able to get the attention of... She's obviously trying to fuck him. Like, come on. Why would you... I'm, I'm saying not fuck him as in fuck him sexually. I'm saying fuck his career up. Why would you post that shit the same night that this guy's got one of his greatest opportunities yet in his career? Unless you're trying to, like... You but know, would you do that? Would I do what? Would I be a scorn? So if woman? you were in the no. position where... Let, let's just, okay. like, let's, let's play devil's advocate, right? So your significant other punches you in the face, as she said, right? Because I think that was what the story was. Would you do the same shit? I've had significant others give me STDs. That's worse than fucking punch, you know? I mean... Look, she could be doing it for two reasons. One, he really did it. Or two, she just wants to fucking bury him. Go to the cops. What the fuck? Guys, if you are in a domestic violence situation, and I know I'm going to sound up harsh because I got bass in my voice, go to the police. Facebook posts ain't going to cut police, it. police, man. Facebook posts ain't going to cut it, bro. Like, they ain't going to arrest some white dude for fucking beating up his girlfriend. Come on. Scoop is barely white, you know? He, he He's beige at best, you know? You got to go to the cops, man. I don't know, dude. I Would, would I? I mean, God, would you? Ch no, I think it's all a part of the game. You know, don't you don't like to get, you don't like to be involved in a situation like that. Don't fa date fucked up people. I am against comics dating other comics. That's my opinion. That is my opinion. It's two fucked up people. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, do you have? There's a thousand news stories. Uh, yeah, going there is. On so, here. considering you know we were gonna kind of chat, I figured I'd take two news stories, but like make it an open conversation. Let's do it. Um, so, 
over the weekend, because uh, this was over the weekend, we had that YouTube star, uh, Christina Grimmy, getting shot and killed. Yeah, 22-year-old so girl. Sad, man. Dude's fucked up. So she was signing autographs for fans, like literally right outside her concert. Guy comes up, shoots her a bunch of times, uh, shoots her in the head. Brother stops him. He kills himself. Oh, so, yeah, my fucked God. up. Uh, and then, of course, we have the pulse shooting uh, in Florida. You know, where over 50 people are dead. Which, which you, I want to talk about like comments that you made too, because I think you brought up good points. And I saw, you see, when something like this happens, there's like two kind of comments that appear on Facebook. Mm. There's the, like, oh man, this is a terrible tragedy. You know, thoughts and prayers going out. You know, yeah. it's such a terrible thing. And people get, you know, 25 likes and they're happy. Mm. And then there's the other people who are just like, you know, you're not doing anything by saying, you know, sending out your thoughts and prayers Excellent over fucking Facebook. Topic. Right? Excellent topic. So there's two things I want to talk about here. So there's one is this idea of guns, because I feel like we're going to, we might differ on opinions here. Hmm. And so especially because in our realm, so if any of us make it. Right, hmm. like Christina Grimmie or something like that, in which she like she's a famous YouTuber. You know, she's doing a meet and greet after fans, like a lot of comics do, especially when they're at a higher level. Do you do meet and greets when you can have people like this coming up to you? So, and then there's that issue with the guns, and then there's the also idea of like sending your condolences over Facebook. Does it do jack shit? Okay, two things. First off, this young lady, this YouTube star, a fan. Was this a fan? Yeah. Just he, he was just a psycho fan who was in love with Yeah, her. you're not going to know because, I mean, like, he, he killed himself. <sighs> Yo, I, honestly... This was Friday night, yeah. Th what makes me emotional, if, if I ever get emotional about any of these mass shootings, because you cannot bring these people back, it's the perpetrators who killed themselves afterwards. That shit is the only thing that makes me teary-eyed. Because now what you are doing is you are removing our ability as the people who are alive, who need to mourn. To the people who are dead are dead. Yeah. The people who need to mourn want questions. We just want questions answered. And you kill yourself and you, you take that away from us, you selfish motherfuckers. What a coward. You know, that's so sad. So well, that, that happened a few years back with uh, Dimebag Daryl from Pantera. Yeah, on fucking stage. Mm. They shot him on fucking stage. I mean, that's... Yep. that's yeah. So here's the thing. Because the guy mm. was able to sneak in two guns into a fucking concert. So, I mean, and there's that... So here's the thing, though. So, JC, let's say you make it fucking huge, mm. right? So do you do meet and greets afterwards? Absolutely. Meet and greets is a part of the business. You got to do meet and greets. That's not even a question. Wait. Some of these guys do incredible merch numbers. You know, Tony or uh, fucking Tommy and Chris, y'all already doing merch and nobody fucking knows you. And you already fucking selling merchandise. You know, the merchandise. You, know, you could get shot in the fucking studio, too. Come on. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Just like Tupac. Right? Meet, meet, <laughs> meet and greets are where it is in terms of money. Some of these guys make thousands of dollars with T-shirts and all this shit. Oh, so you you got to have an armed guard. Yeah, but uh, so... That's all I have. have I would have. probably have somebody who's security knowing the shit that I say, 100%. You should hire me. I'll step in front of a bullet for you. Yeah, dude, and you'd eat all them bullets. <laughs> I know. I know you would. Well, here's the thing, though, because after the shit going on in Orlando and the stuff going on with Christina on Friday, the gun talk has come up again, right? And so the, the conversation where, you know, you have the two sides of the table of one, all right, we should either ban guns or at least have a shit ton of, you know, kind of limitations on them and there's other ones like please no don't take our guns you can't take our guns 
All right, yeah, I, I'm so glad, dude. Phenomenal topics. I want to talk about this. Let's have a fucking frank discussion it. about it. So here, here's here's the first point I'll make because I'll express my opinion on, okay. on this issue. I think that gun regulations in this country have needed to be stepped up for quite some time. Okay. And the only time we talk about it is after a tragedy, something like this happens, whether it's one person, whether it's 50 people, what have you. Okay. And because of that, the conversation always shifts in that people come out and say, oh, well, it's not the gun, the person had uh, mental problems, or it's not the gun that they could have done this with a knife, or someone, they'll always find a way to do it, okay. which I'm going to quote bullshit on. Mm -hmm. And the reason I'm going to quote bullshit on that is because there's a Japanese pop star in Japan, right? And this happened about two months ago, okay? Crazy motherfucking fan comes up to her, stabs her 20 times. She survives. Mm. Okay, so if you limit the amount of guns, so look, two complete examples, except one's a knife and one's a gun, and that pop star is still alive. So okay, you're like, comparing this Japanese pop star to this YouTube star. Yeah, in that you have a crazed fan coming up after a show. One had a gun, that one's dead, and the other one had a knife, the other one's what not kind, dead. What kind of gun did this uh, fan have? That's, I think that's important, because... A lot of times with these gun discussions, what we're talking about are automatic. Yes. Uh, we're talking about... It just about, says he managed to bring two firearms in. I'll look up and see. We're talking about automatics. We're talking about what was the gun that was used to kill the um, the 50 gay people in Orlando? Oh, the uh, ar 15 The AR-15s. The, these are the guns that you're talking about. If this guy had a regular handgun... You know, yeah, this is. I'm sure we disagree on this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say you gotta chalk, you gotta, you gotta charge it to the game, um, because no, I do not believe that you should remove people's ability to, to protect themselves, and that includes handguns. I do not think that people need assault rifles to protect themselves. Yeah. To defend themselves. You know, I don't think you need a fucking semi-automatic whatever that can shoot off 200 rounds. I don't think that's necessary. It depends what neighborhood you live in. I don't think that's ever necessary. No, I completely agree with that. For, for, for regular lay people, right. citizens There's to no have need to have an guns. assault rifle or a semi-assault. Yeah, there's no need for that. But, but here's the thing, though. But I honestly think it, we're at the point where nothing is going to change anytime soon. Because the conversation always gets misdirected somewhere else. Uh, and it always is like Second Amendment. You know, we you can't you can't take our guns. I do not understand. I got to be honest. I have been, had trouble with this conversation for years. I don't understand what the the disagreement is. Can we agree that you need a license to drive, right? Yes. And you do a background check to get a license. Why can't you? Why can't we make a simple ruling that you need to be licensed? You need to have a thorough background check. Um, to, to purchase, you need to be a certain age, uh, all of these factors to purchase guns legally. What is wrong well, with that? Well, some of those things are already in place, but like you'd be surprised how easy it is to go to a gun show and just buy a gun day of. How, like you would be amazed. Steve Hofstetter did a little video, right? Yeah, exactly. And he went and like tried to buy, what, it was like three different things or something, and he was able to get a gun very, very easily. Like, was, did he use ID or whatever? Maybe I honestly pulled that up after commercial. But, uh, that, okay, so that's interesting to me because now you are saying that at a gun show, you have to have ID. Yeah, I think you have to have ID. They don't do background checks. At a gun show? I, I don't know. I don't think they do. But I, for the most part, I think they do background checks. However, are they as thorough as they should be? I mean, like, that's... I think you need to have a thorough background check. And also, I understand that this guy in Orlando... 
Uh, he bought, purchased his weapon over the internet. Yeah, that's what I heard. The internet? Yep. You can buy guns on the internet? No. No. No, I don't agree. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Here's another thing. Now, you remember Ferguson in the, in the, on the railroad, Long Island? That's probably before your time. Ferguson in Not the Ferguson, the place where they rioted. Ferguson was the name of the guy. No, what? It was a guy on the Long Island Railroad, I think it was. Okay. All right? And he opened fire on people. Okay. He killed a lot of people. All right. But he shot, emptied his gun, reloaded it, emptied it again, reloaded it. So my point is you need people with guns that are responsible they have the license they care you know maybe like just like the nightclub now if you have somebody a bouncer somebody with a gun legally has a gun maybe this guy don't kill 50 people maybe he kills 10 why do people have a problem with that tommy do you disagree with that because i don't mind people okay Cat responsibly. Yes. You know, you're, you're sitting ducks. Agree. Like the people on the railroad were sitting ducks. I don't the like guys it. unload, nah. reload. Well, that goes to like the Sandy Hook fuck. conversation. Do you have guns in schools? You know, because you can make the same argument that you know some guy can walk in with into a school and shoot a bunch of kids. So here, well, you should have guards. Here's the thing. No. Here, here's Arms how guarding, here's yeah. how I feel about that. Because there are people like, for example, my uncle out in Colorado. I went to visit him years ago, right? And we somehow got on the conversation of guns, and he says, if the government were ever came to, to no, if the government ever came to take my guns, I'd send my wife away, and I would fight to the death to protect my guns. I'm like, why? I think that's so fucking stupid. I, I can't. I don't get over that mentality of like, oh my god, please don't take my guns away. I understand the idea the of being mentality. like of sitting ducks and things like that. Right. And I completely agree with people's right to defend themselves absolutely if you want to buy a handgun for yourself and protect yourself keep it in a safe do what you have to do fine that's totally fine I can I'm not saying take away all guns I'm not saying be Australia and take away everything however how many times is this going to happen in which guns are going to be used to commit mass murders in this country and then we talk about it for five minutes and then it goes away and then it just pops up again we have the same conversation Every, Every time. single freaking time. You have to remember the foundation of this country is, is immigrants fled from uh, what they believed was tyranny, okay, and, and believed, you know, that they were not free. And the last thing, the foundation of this, this entire country was based on uh, a government not having so much power that they could take over again. Right. So people are, you know, especially in middle America, are very leery of the government taking away their individual rights. Well, here's the thing, though, because I think it's funny you bring up, like, history, because I recently, like, literally taught this to my kids. Okay. And so I, and not what I'm about to say, but I think that the problem right now in this country is the idea of American exceptionalism, that we are the fucking best, we're the greatest country in the entire world because we have freedom just like every other country. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of countries in the world have freedom, mm -hmm. right? And I think this idea that we're the best, nothing needs to change because we're so fucking awesome is that that's the wrong mentality to I have agree. is that we need to actually adapt to this new world and not be living in the past that something was made up in the 1800s or earlier and saying like, yeah, okay, that's what should apply to today. I agree. I mean, I, I think a lot of people are, are going crazy over the gun stuff because they think of Germany. You know, they think of Hitler taking the guns and progress to... A lot of people bring that shit up. So, okay, but here, okay, so if you bring that up then, then uh, 
what you're saying then is if you're so concerned about that, you're willing to let this kind of shit happen every week, two weeks, month, whatever, and stuff like that. I don't know about that. Uh, uh, it's got to be either or. I, I don't know about that. The, why, I think it has to be the, either or. No, it doesn't. First off, these guys, this guy bought his gun off the internet. No, yeah. that's unacceptable. Uh, okay, so it's, it's, All legally, though. Like, he purchased the shit completely so, legally. So this is what I'm saying. So maybe I don't understand the argument. I do think people should be able to have guns to protect themselves legally. Sure. I don't think that it should be easier no. to get a license his, to get a gun his, than a his, car, his, than uh, a drive. His colleagues at work reported him for saying crazy shit, anti-American shit and all that, and they just fucking did nothing about it. So... He was interviewed you know, by the FBI twice and had once been on a terrorist watch list. That is so. That's right. How, how can you, you buy purchase a gun? gun if you're on a terrorist watch list? That's the shit that needs to be. So done. okay. So are we in agreement? It's not that we're, we're okay. I I don't want to take away all guns. I, I'm literally against taking away all guns. However, I think that the process in which you can get a gun has to be ridiculously more strict. Do every fucking background check you could possibly imagine, to including mental, including limit. mental. Oh, absolutely. Um, to at least try to limit some of the casualties that could potentially happen. Zacharelli, I look at you as a conservative. I don't know if you agree with that or not. Do you disagree with what Tommy just said? No, you did it like this. This guy shouldn't have had his fucking hands on a gun. Why are people in the United States arguing then? Why, if you're conservative and Tommy is is potentially spewing a liberal point of view, because I guess he sounds liberal because he says that we should have gun regulation, if we can agree in this room, what is the real argument? I well, really so, don't you know, understand. Another thing is, I don't fucking believe anything they write anyway. How do you know that's how he got it? Who the fuck no, knows? No, he did. He He's got a it. fucking terrorist. Well, here's the thing, though. He got it via the internet. I, I think that's the issue yeah. is... Why? Because they wrote that? You have... You have corporate like you have the NRA which is in a lot of fucking pockets and I don't yeah, think any money. like legislation is gonna get passed because the NRA and the people what is the so NRA the NRA wants everyone to have guns because they're in the business to they make a make shit ton money. of money and you're, so and they are against time, regulation is that every what it time is? that there is a mass shooting gun sales go up every single time there are a million studies that you can look at that every single time that a shooting in this country happens gun sales go up again i don't have a problem with gun sales i don't have a problem with gun sales going up why semi-automatics why are automatic weapons being sold to regular consumers listen guys the government you cannot beat the government middle america if the government comes to your house that's a pipe dream. That's the thing that you're going to fucking point your guns at the government. That's, what, this they is don't not even, 1772. Yeah. They either. don't even need people anymore, though. They literally send a fucking drone at your house. Get the like, fuck out of here. You're not going to beat the government. You know? So what is this idea that... Come on. This is ridiculous. You need a gun to protect your family, your person. Fine. You're not protecting yourself from the government. You, you've let them, them get too powerful, if that's your concern. I don't get it. So, uh, But that's the thing, though. So where do you find that line of which it's like, okay... Like, okay, here are the criteria that you need to put into place to make sure that crazy people or people who are going to harm other people can't get guns. There's always going to be crazy. Listen, yeah. you cannot stop 100% mass shootings because there's always going to be people to but buck the system. can you? No, you cannot. You cannot. Listen, we are not... Uh, we do not have the same history that Switzerland or Sweden does, you know, some of these pe peaceful countries. What you can do is you can have decent regulation, okay? You can put rules in place, but at the end of the day, you can't stop people from committing crimes. There's going to be murders. You can't tell. You're going to stop people from beating their wives, from having domestic fights. 
You know, no, people are always going to do bad things, but you can do your best to contain it. So, but what, so th- I, I think that's an interesting conversation that you bring up, though. You think so that we can 100% no, so, eliminate like, shootings? No, 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 that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying look at things like Australia. Australia is a okay. great case. They had, there was a 1996, I think it was, where they had, like, their really fucking terrible shooting spree, and they're like, okay, you can't have guns anymore. And oh, they essentially, they like, did? took guns away. And now, like, I'm looking on Wikipedia, and I can get the last... Sh- there was a stabbing in 2014. There was the last shooting was of a neighbor in 2014. What's their population? <laughs> We're dealing with 300 million people in the United States plus a wicked immigration issue. 23.13 million in 2013. Okay, yeah, it's not even com- comparable to what yeah. we're dealing with here. You're talking about this. You're talking about a state. You know, I mean. So does that mean though that we just forget? The issue, you know what I mean? Like it's oh, it's I, it's so it's one of those things that what makes us so is it just is it quantity? Is it literally just the amount of people that we have in this country that we can't? I'm against powerful, 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 crazy, powerful government because government Big contains Big people and people are flawed and and a government just like any private business can be corrupt. You do we do have a system of check and checks and balances, but we know that the American government has done some corrupt oh, things. Oh, absolutely. In the past. So I'm against the government having such strict regulation that we are literally walking around, you know, mindless with a number on our back. You know, I'm, I'm look just, at look at child abuse and shit. They put kids back with the, these people and they kill them. I mean, they, they don't keep up with shit. Yeah, no. And listen, t- because I want to take a commercial, but you also had a second point that I thought was very interesting. Yeah, we'll talk about it after the commercial. Okay, so let's, I th- I think let's a take a commercial. I want to talk about this idea. So when a tragedy happens, how do you mourn? Okay, I can tell you how I mourn. We'll talk about it after the break. I did it on Facebook this past weekend. Uh, this is three drink minimum. Uh, we'll be back right after these commercial messages. Addicted to Ink, a proud sponsor of the Zaraza Entertainment Network, is Westchester's premier tattoo, piercing, and apparel destination, offering only the finest tattoo and piercing services as well as the best atmosphere you will find. Addicted to Ink is located conveniently at 38 Westchester Avenue in White Plains, New York, right across the street from the Westchester Mall. If you got the itch for more ink, like the Zaraza boys do, get your work done right. Visit www.addictedtoinktattoos.com for more information. If you're a fan of hookah and shisha, go to hookahshisha.com. We love hookahs and hookah products. We have great customer service, extremely fast shipping and packaging, a great selection with most asked for and most exclusive brands and products. Lowest price is guaranteed and will price match any lower advertised price. Hookahshisha.com is the first online retailer of hookahs and hookah products and strives to remain the best. Hookahshisha.com has the world's largest selection with 100% satisfaction guaranteed and a 30-day no-hassle return policy. Order ships within 24 hours or less with a focus on proper packaging to keep your hookah shisha products intact upon delivery. Use discount code ZEN, that's Z-E-N, for 15% off your next purchase. Hookahshisha.com, your only stop for hookah and shisha products online. Are you a smoker and you need to quit, but you're the scariest cause it's out of 
Plains Vapors, located at 210 Marinick Avenue in White Plains, New York. Visit our location and choose from a wide selection of exotic flavors. You're watching the Zadaza Entertainment Network on ZenLive.tv. Okay, yes, 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 we are back. It's Monday night, three drink minimum. I am JC. And we are, uh, man, we're having some really good, interesting uh, conversations about this. So, of course, over the weekend, uh, one of the worst tragedies, I want to say in the last 50 years is what I heard. It was, uh, I think it was the worst mass shooting. Worst mass shooting. It's not worst mass shooting ever, is yeah, it? Yeah. It's in American history. history. Okay, so it's the most, uh, the worst domestic terrorist activity in American history with the Orlando shooting at a gay nightclub. Um, you're lucky you're not down in Florida. You might have been there. All right. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. All right. Maybe. That's true. I, listen, I was at a gay club that night. Uh, I wish I would have had a, a rifle. Because uh, <laughs> these motherfuckers were getting on my nerves. But, uh, yeah, so let, let, let's talk about that for a second. This one's going so bad. How, how do people... <laughs> oh, shit. That's rough. How do people process shit like that? I say fucked up things when mass shootings and other bad things happen because I process pain very differently than other people. I know that I made a comment um, that I thought people were self-righteous on my timeline, you know, because I had made some jokes and comments and I was just trying to, you know, whatever. I was doing whatever I do and people, and I just saw this self-righteous shit and I was like, oh my God, you know, it, it, who are you helping? You know, by praying on Facebook and, and showing everyone that you're such a righteous person that prays, like, you know, praying is something you do privately or, or publicly, but not online, you know? And you're, so you're better than me because I, I make jokes, whatever. Anyway, Tommy, you had brought up a good point. What did you, uh, what were your thoughts about how people, what people say after, you know, a tragedy of this? Yeah, so, I mean... <sighs> And I don't, I don't think it's reserved just to the comedy realm because I, I feel like I, you see this shit beforehand, but maybe it's because I've become more friends with comics like on social media okay. that it seems like every time that there is a tragedy or something like that, a lot, not saying all, but a lot of comics go on saying, you know, like, oh, thoughts and prayers, you know, this is such so upsetting, you know, sending right. hugs out, sending love out and things like that. And, and I'm on the fence with it because there's some parts where I'm just like, okay, if for whatever reason, like, you just feel better by getting that off of your chest, whether it's sharing it with Facebook, I don't really know if I agree too much with that. Because, like you said, if you feel that bad, why do you need to share that with people? If you want to share something productive, share, like, here's where you can go donate blood. Thank here's you. where you can go donate money. However, I don't think it is wrong for people to be like, my condolences with the family, you know, stuff like I that. I do not have a problem with condolences. Think, however, when you're just like, you know, oh my goodness, this is so terrible, like, I could copy and paste a million of these statuses and put them together and be the same exact thing. It's, it's almost like a competition to see who can be more righteous and holy. That, that's my problem. I don't care about condolences. I don't even care about you expressing grief. That's fine. But when it turns into a, comp, a grief competition... And oh my God, this tragedy! And who are and, and some of these people are making jokes and saying things? Oh no! Well, then it turns into also like, for example, like when you have tragedies that are like close together or something like that, it becomes a fucking competition of well, oh, you can't be sad over this because this is happening. Like you saw that shit all happen a lot. Like what was it like last year and things like that with all this shit going on, uh, especially like with the police brutality and things like that. Like you couldn't get upset at one thing. 
thing right. and be like, here, oh, well, I'm so upset at this. And they're like, oh, well, don't you know that? Don't you know that this is going on? You should be more upset at uh, this. Well, what's, it's funny, like, what's funny is last week they bombed Tel Aviv, but nobody's talking about yeah. that. Dude, there's a lot of bombing going on. There's 7 billion people in a... You're not going to stop bombing. You're not going to stop mass shootings. You, we can do the best we can. No, but they're stopping talking about it. Now everybody's talking about the shooting. God, I literally do not... This is going to sound so fucked up. My tear ducts get dry. There's so many bad things. If I just tuned in to all the bad shit happening oh, yeah. in Boko Haram and fucking... Uh, wherever else there's a fucking tragedy, Paris and blah, blah. It's so many tragedies. You know, I'm sad. I'm sad. What do I do now? Do I just, is my whole life just a one, I'm just a walking sad nigga? No, we gotta, make, gotta, we gotta make people laugh. That's all. Our job is to bring levity in spite of it. I almost got teary eyed last night at Dangerfields um, because. I was up there and I just had a moment like, yo, this is, these people came out to have a show in spite of all the fucking bad news cycles yeah. in the 24 hours. This is my motherfucking job. You know, now, now I'm too much of a, a crazy person. So I actually did some of my gay material about the tragedy and that did not go over. <laughs> Okay, the other shit, <laughs> the other shit, Gypsy, I was killing him. I don't know, I don't even like to say that. I, I wish I could. Um, <laughs> oh, that sounds awkward. Like, that, that sounds like he bombed pretty bad, huh? huh Gypsy, huh, I, was, I was killing the show. Yeah. I, 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 let know, me tell you how mature I am. I was J going to start JC the show plays off. a lot of bombs. I was going to start the show off with the gay shit. And I and I was like, no, no, I didn't. So I did my regular shit. You held the respect in for five minutes. I did, I, like I did. The show was going well. About five, six comics in, I said, hey guys, listen, I used to be a preacher. I got a direct line of Jesus. He told me that 50 spots just opened up in heaven. Oh. You know, I, I heard, <laughs> listen. I bombed again. I, but you're laughing, but you know, I, listen, I laughed when I wrote it. I thought this shit was I, hilarious. I, I saw JC bomb <laughs> four times within a 24-hour period. And it was when all, was this? It, it was all in Atlantic City in the fucking hotel room. Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blew that shit. I heard about those nasty ass shit. I, I haven't gotten over that. <laughs> I have a problem. Uh, fucking IBS. We're talking about ISIS. Fucking IBS over here. No, are you talking about me shitting? Are you talking about me losing money? No, talk about shitting. No, shitting. Oh yeah, I blew that bad for months. I I couldn't even fucking take my clothes out of the bag yet. Oh shut the fuck up. As it soon as we walked bad. in, it was wafting. <laughs> uh, I asked, I asked oh. Michelle if it was a perfume. I, I also said uh, I said. Uh, <laughs> I said, listen, in a, Christians be like, in a, in a strange twist of events, Muslims were found doing the Lord's work last night. You said about Fox, dude, that was fucking, that Fox News joke was, that was good shit. But listen, I, you know, I, what do you, okay, how do you handle tragedies, guys? I, I make jokes yeah. because I really, what else? You can donate, which is fine. Yeah. Okay, um, you know, outside of that, I don't know these people. Uh, my heart goes out to them. If I, I, I found out that there was a friend, believe it or not. So I have a, one of my roommates is gay. I live with three people. One of them is a gay person. And he said that his friend had a person, had a, I guess another friend. I don't know. Yeah. A gay of a gay of a gay died in the shooting. On, How many on guys Saturday you live night. with? I live with one guy and two girls, you fucking bitch. Oh, so two gay guys and two girls. That's why nothing happened. So, uh, Chris, I'm sure I get more pussy than you. But if you want to go there, I'm trying to be nice. You, you want me to embarrass you? You, you think so? Yeah. 
Okay, so right now you're getting some D- Dominican chucha. She, this bitch got like 17 so, kids. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. You got a bitch that got 17 kids, and you talk, you want to brag? Fuck out of here, dog. Don't get me started. I'll fuck you. Yo. Listen, just because you fuck guys in the ass, they don't have kids. I fucked a couple guys in the ass, Chris. I fucked a couple guys in the ass. So, what, so what's up? What's up? Nothing. N- not exactly nothing. Right. Thank you. Shut the fuck up. I'll fuck you in the ass. You keep talking shit. How about that? Well, this was fun. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, how do you handle tragedies and, and things like that? I what cry do you like mean? a bitch. I'm sure you don't. Oh, you make fun of it. That's it. We're comedians. I'm not saying, no, don't say that just because of me. I'm not saying no. to make fun of well, it. Well, you made, what was it? You did a Robin Williams joke like the day that Robin the Williams night he died. died. I did a fucking Robin Williams joke. What are you going to save it for a year later? Okay, here's the right. thing, though. All right, so this country has a ridiculous amount of ADD in that, oh my God, we're so focused on this tragedy. Next week, this is not going to be talked about. Right. It'll be something. Next week, it's going to be something else, whether it's fucking Kanye, whether it's fucking, who gives a I shit? I literally said that. Did you? I said that on my Facebook post. I was I was going in on the thread and I said, you want me to wait until Kanye West is at the top of the news cycle again next week to, in order to yeah, tell the, these the, This guy couldn't shoot up his uh, little concert down there in the city? Hilarious. This, this fucking, but that's the thing though. Everybody has ADD and we literally have an attention span of as long as the hashtag lasts on Twitter and then it's gone. So it's one of those things that if you're job is essentially as a comedian is to make people laugh and you could use humor to make people feel better then who the fuck are you to police anything that anybody says what uh you were saying something about tim dylan which is a very funny comic in the city you said you you said that he made comments now tim dylan is a gay comic right yeah he 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 kind of he kind of just went off. Tim's fantastic, and he kind of just went off, um, basically bashing the people who are out there saying like, "Y'all want to hug the world?" You know, this is such a sad <laughs> thing and stuff like that. And he and he shared like the donation link because that's actually useful and actually right. helpful. And, and but here's the thing though. So we just do you agree with me though? Like, right? You shouldn't be policing what people are going to make jokes about, right? Of Correct. Not. Obviously. So then, can we police what other people are saying about? being like sad and saying on Facebook no, you know uh, my my uh, Tom I do not if you're sad and you offer condolences fine okay my only thing and, I, and, and I'll read some of the shit I said I said everyone who prays today on Facebook is better than everyone else <laughs> you guys are so holy you are you're doing so much for the friends and families of those lost by not engaging in jokes and telling everyone how sad you are I repeat if you tell people how sad you are on Facebook you will go to heaven uh, please make sure that you also put the gay flag on your profile picture. This is also a guaranteed way to get uh, to get into heaven. Okay, so be sad, but it's like when people show their sadness online to me, if it's done in such a in such a way, sometimes I feel like it's a little bit. And those are the same um, people that curse you out in the fucking store and all that bullshit. Yeah. My heart is aching. You don't mean while you don't even like gay people. My heart is aching for the gay. You know, like, come on, dude. You fucking. So, so you did a did a tweet, and they were saying the same people that are saying thoughts and prayers for for the people are the same people that are using their God to hate against. Them. Thank you. Yep. Like it was like. People contradict themselves there you go. so easily. Yeah. You hate gay people. You're, you're, you're a supposed Christian that teaches gays are going to hell. That's it's, what you think. It's because it's the flavor of the fucking week. And people, I Thank think, you. they want to feel better about themselves. Thank you. Right? Because if they get those 15 likes from people that they've never met before or whatever, they're going to be like, man, I did something good uh, yeah, today. And then they can go yeah. complete being a piece of shit yeah. later. Fuck them. 
Yep, yep, yep. So I, I you know, it's 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 a slippery slope, honestly. But I, I think that if you're doing it because like you want to share your condolences and be like, here, here's where you can donate blood, here's where you can donate money, fine, do what you got to do. But I, as you said, like. I've had so much crap happen to me. I don't go on Facebook and like promote that shit because like, oh my God, look, feel bad for me. Even right. though I'm not even involved with the tragedy, right. feel bad for me. Look at what I'm writing because I'm not that narcissistic. Right. Pretty right. narcissistic, but not that bad. Yeah. Um, Chris, did you write any? Did you write any jokes? Or yeah, light, light, No, I got the the thing. Okay. Yeah, All right. Uh, so let's go let's ahead and uh, this is a new segment. Uh, that has actually done. It's been hit or miss, I would say. We had it was did good well, twice. It was missed last week because we didn't get to it. Well, we didn't get to it because we had a full show. And we're listen. We're going to have another pack show next uh, week. So you know. What do you have next week? Next week we got a sex positive podcast. We got uh, Jefferson Bites coming in, and uh, we got a sex slave coming in. Oh, Someone who's going to be on a leash. And we got a dominatrix. Coming. Chris yeah, Robinson's coming back. <laughs> the return. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> Does he? Where is? Okay. Uh, so let's go ahead and do this. What are we talk, calling this segment anyway? Uh, yay or nay? Yay or nay? With Chris Vaccarelli. Chris, go ahead and take it. <clears throat> All right. The first one is uh, from a man, Muhammad Ali. All right. You ready? Go yes. Ahead, do it. All right. <laughs> He's looking at his phone. That's no, right. I'm with that's you. That's why I waited. I'm sorry. The gloves that he wore to defeat Sonny Liston were bought 50 years after the actual fight, and they actually sold for more than Ali made for the fight itself. The fight with Sonny Liston. The gloves that he wore sold 50 years after the fight for more money than Ali made in the fight. Oh, God. I fucking yay hate this game. I would say yay. I believe it. I'm going to fucking go with nay. Fuck it. I don't know. An anonymous buyer paid $836,000 for the gloves, and Ali made $630,000 for the flight. Unbelievable. So that's bing. One for Tommy. He probably saw the answers. You you got the picture? You put the picture? You guys stick together. All right. Number two. (laughs) Second. Actor Morgan Freeman. Okay. Experienced graying hair as young as eight years old. That's hilarious. Yay. Morgan Freeman came out the pussy looking like 60. This thing has been old, yo. He's old looking. I'll say nay. I'm going to say yay. Watch me be wrong, too. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Old ass face, nigga. Oh, that shit's funny. Look at the earring, too. That's hilarious. All right, number three. In George Lucas's original script for Star Wars, Princess Leia was actually a childhood friend of Luke Skywalker, not his sister. Lucas wanted her to be a woman of color. He felt that would add an exotic angle to the character. In pre production, it came down to two actresses. Diana Carroll and Pam Greer. Word was Lucas was leaning towards Greer for her cult following. After rewrites, however, the story developed and the storyline as we know it today was created. What is this, Harry Potter? Like, what the fuck? What kind? Where? What is the question? The question is that. Did, did, oh. Is that true? 
Um, Fucking asshole. Here's the thing. All right, so I know that Leo, they weren't originally supposed to be related. You know what? But here's the thing. Lucas didn't think it was going to be a big movie. I, I like Star Wars. I know that. Yeah, so he didn't, Lucas thought it was going to be like a shit movie. Yeah. So would you try to get a cult... Fu- Can, what is know? the question? I guess if it's... Motherfucker, if that if really happened. Not the whole thing, but... Oh, that whole diatribe that you just read? Yeah, that he, he was going to cast Diana Carroll or, or Pam Greer. I, I feel like you got way too specific. I'm going to say yay. I feel like you got way, way too specific. Okay, so the question is, was Lucas... Was Luke... Was he going... Was George Lucas going to cast Pam Greer? Was he going to... Pa- okay, I'm going to say... I can see him casting a black girl. Luke, he's married to a black chick. I'm going to say yay. All right, let's see. He's married to a black chick. <laughs> yo, you are so racist, yo. I, seriously, dog. That's yo, you're day, so right? fucking racist, bro. Yeah, it doesn't even really matter. You got really fucking specific with that. <laughs> that looks like my ex-wife, too. That shit's oh, crazy. Oh, shit. All right, the final question. In a recent interview in Spit Magazine... Porn legend Ron Jeremy revealed that almost a year old, his penis was already four inches long. At a year old? Yep, even bigger than JC's now. You know damn well that's not true, bro. You know his shit is bigger than yours now, fucking. What do you call yourself, thimble dick? I don't even understand. You know your girl is cheating on you. Ain't no Dominican chick staying with a small dick motherfucker. I really hope you know that. And she got 17 kids as it is. So if you ain't laying a pipe, she's getting it somewhere else. I'm going to say true. That nigga got a big dick. Sure, I'll say yay. One years old, four inches? That's big. No, don't put... (laughs) Yo, this is gross. You're getting grosser. That's actually my baby picture. You're getting grosser, bro. I had to use my baby picture. Can we even say... You can't... (laughs) I don't think I can post it like that. Yes, you can. A baby with a dick on it? That's. I don't like stuff like that. It's fake. That's where he draws the line. Stop (laughs) policing what other people call comedy, you douchebag. Yeah. That's fucking hysterical. Uh, that's really good. Good stuff, Chris. All right. Uh, another edition of Yay or Nay. We're going to have to get you like a little jingle thing like Tommy does, like yeah. his little... Uh, his, uh, it's either Price is Right, it's Price Bach. is Right shit. Well, <laughs> I want heavy metal. <laughs> we got to do that because I like this segment. I think it's good. Uh, yeah, next week we've got Jefferson Bites. He does a lot of sex shows. He's the, um, he's the reigning champion of the Moth uh, storytelling series. Have you heard of Moth? No. You guys haven't heard of Moth? It's the biggest storytelling uh, whatever. That's why I haven't heard of it. Dude, <laughs> let me tell you, don't sleep on storytelling shows. It's actually helping me with a lot of my bits. That's good. You, you go to a storytelling show. And I'm not shitting on storytelling shows, but like I'm not... You don't, you're just not familiar with storytelling. I know it's story. I just not like following the storytelling uh, scene. The beautiful thing about storytelling. I watch movies. I, I read my own book. <laughs> the beautiful thing about storytelling is you can go to one of these shows, like an open mic, and you can tell a story without the fear of having to get the punches out. And then you tape your shit, and then where you you take the punches, and then you take them to like a regular, uh, you know, a regular show, and it and it really helps. So you don't have to be funny. I mean, yeah, yeah, they want you to be funny, but you don't have the same pressure. Like, the funny ones, the good ones, like Jefferson Bites, they're funny. Boom, boom, boom. But they're not as... when you, so go you could talk- just So you could just go up there and just talk. Yeah, like kind of like your regular set. Like, it doesn't need to be a lot of laughs. Yeah, like you just... 
like what you did, you know, like a story. <laughs> and, you know, hopefully you'll get some laughs and you go from there. What the fuck are you guys laughing at? It's so true. <laughs> I have a question. Oh, shit. Yeah. I have a question. Hold on, by the way, you didn't put up that picture, you fucking bitch. What picture? That I made last week. <laughs> that meme uh, when Kevin Goatee was. Uh, I didn't even post. I didn't even post the video yet. But I, I felt that I didn't think that the, he was very sensitive because we said he bombed. I don't care. I really don't what care. What the fuck? He does this Dude, to people. To other I'm comments. sorry. Kevin's lucky I didn't rip into him because he was you talking about. Have. I wanted you to. You know he. We had too many fucking people. The uh, comics watching comics thing is a great idea, but it's not for the actual comics. It's not. Go on their Twitter page. It's literally a picture of Kevin on stage. How does that help other comics? Okay. Go to the About Us. How is that about other comics? Kevin uh, really doesn't have... Any, he doesn't lie about the fact that he's using it for his own purpose. And that's fine. <laughs> Just as you say, own it then. If you're going to do that, then own it. Oh, this is terrible. All right. Uh... Really quick before we get to plugs, how's Hot Comedy Club doing? Supposedly opening this week. <laughs> okay, so you said that two weeks ago that they were that they were opening. Yes, but I'm pretty sure it's this week now. Okay, have they done any shows? No. Unbelievable. Yeah, because I, I think just, it's supposed to be this week. I though. just heard through the grapevine that a couple of you know, like a Nico White was supposed to do it. He, yeah. He got canceled. Gino Bisconti got canceled. I'm pretty He's, sure it's this they're week. They're still canceling people. Unbelievable. All right. Um, Tommy, I would like you to please have that some news about Hot Comedy Club next Monday. I would like, if it's that's open. Your I would like an update. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll let you know yeah, if it's listen, open. you're this is your boy. Don't deny it either. This is your we boy. We want you Frank. to go in there with a hidden camera. Frank Pellegrino is your boy. I would like to, you know, listen, I'm not fake with I, I have I'm not fake with anybody. I just get along with more people because I, I can be diplomatic. Wait a minute. Holy shit. I don't get along with people? Well, I mean, there's a reason why there's no one left on the show of the original cast. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, look at yeah, those Facebook listen, messages. Listen, you know. for the record, for the record again. You, you said know. last week that you said that you were accused of bullying people. Oh, you, were you guys on the thread? Chris, you weren't. Tommy, were you on the thread? Was I bullying? Honestly, be honest. If I was, no, you know. no, I, I didn't say I thought you were bullying. I didn't think you were bullying. But you told everyone last week. He said that, that, you that said I you were was too aggressive via text. Correct. That's not. So does that not make my statement? No, it doesn't. False? That's not. That's a bullshit fucking cop out he, he didn't like the fact that you know i infringed upon his right to you know to book his girlfriend for every everything but this is neither here nor there plugs <laughs> <laughs> i'm really curious about this hot comedy club because it is you know it's comedy news it's local uh i've got a couple of plugs i'll just run through these for myself here and then we'll go ahead and, and go to you guys um this coming wednesday i got race and sex at the standing room if you guys have not gotten a chance to come down to the standing room it is the sister club to the stand in the city it's a phenomenal venue and look at that fucking lineup ted alexandro cypher sound seaton smith uh these are all seller comics and tv guys that poster uh, is gorgeous too i don't even know what's happening it looks I racist and awesome and wonderful uh kyle groom's unbelievable lineup it's like a black guy gonna eat a white chip this Sunday, I got Dangerfield, you know, uh, a Father's Day episode of Dangerfield. Unbelievable show, man. It's for Father's Comics, and uh, it's going to be a fucking doozy, dude. That's at 8 o'clock this Sunday. I don't know if you have that graphic, Gypsy. Um, and then the final show is The Heckler Show. We're bringing The Heckler Show back uh, on 
Wednesday, right? Wednesday the twenty second uh, at Broadway Comedy Club in the main room. They are uh, hopefully, hopefully it'll be good because Al wants to turn it into a house show. Um, there you go. Which would be a regular thing. Would that make you a house nigga? Ooh. Jesus. Chris, you got a couple of dingers. I honestly I haven't I don't have too much I don't have too much to go back because Chris is very sensitive. Uh, too much you know what? Ooh. That that uh good job, Chris. <laughs> I got nothing. Oh shit. Tommy Grassi, where can the people find you? What you got upcoming? Uh Tom You can check all this stuff there. I'll be at the Slaughter Stand Up uh, comedy thing doing a spot on the twenty first. Sweet. Uh, and then I'm doing my hour uh, next next uh, Friday night. Okay, I'll I wanna it. see that. Where's that gonna be? Uh Walk Hill High School, so uh, right. I think you're gonna you're They gonna won't let there. you in over there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited though, it should be fun. Good job, dude. Your hour. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh Chris Vaccarelli. Where can people find you besides this, this show? This Friday, I'll be at the slaughter thing. Oh, nice. Are For the competition? Yeah. Nice. But I want to I try to see if I can get done early because I'm supposed to go down to Broadway and do the Yamanika show. Yamanika show? She's playing with the Marissa show. Marissa, nice. fashionably funny in Broadway. Right. Um, okay, so that's this uh, Friday night at... Right. Uh, so I'll hit Slotesburg and then Slotesburg. shoot down to the city. Good stuff. All right. Well, uh, see my boo. This is great, man. This has been another installment of Three Drink Minimum. Yeah, why not? Good to hang with you guys without a bunch of people in. My name's JC. Find me at uh, JC Knows Best, Instagram and Twitter, and JC Best on Facebook. We are out this bitch. Have a good night.